Okay, right. So, so when we're at the top of Avamavet, so we said, um, whatever the uh, Roba Zerim Minacher Yimait. So we had that's a quarter of a Kav. So we ended the thing as 124th of the field. That's what you have to kind of get rid of when it comes to Kilayim. Kamar says, really, Vehatanya, Hitkinusha Yumafkirin Kol Hasadeh Kula. But they instituted that you have to be Mafkir the entire field. So that doesn't sound like uh, just a little bit. So Kamar says, Lo Kasha. There's no difficulty. Kan Kodem Takana, Kan Achar Takana. This is sort of like a little bit of a classic answer. This is before the Takana, the, the special enactment, and this is after the special enactment. What does that mean? The Tanya is going on in the Barat, So what they used to do is, when they found a field that had Kilaim in it, they would uproot the whole field and they'd throw like all the, the like offending, offending like plants in front of their animals, like the, of the owners. And the, and the, owner, the Balabatim were happy for two reasons. One is because they're basically like weeding their fields for them. That's so like, thanks a lot for doing that. Right? It's very nice. And the second is that they just like fed through it in front of the animals. They just fed the animals, basically. So either, like, both things are good. So it's something like you're getting like this like reward for having kilam in your house. You get this free labor and you get your animals fed a little bit. So then he instituted that they should uproot it, but they'll throw all the, all the plants and stuff on the roads. Again, it says, They would still have a very great joy. Because they're still um, weeding their fields. So then they instituted that they mafkar the entire field. And uh, that's a different uh, a different reality. Okay? Now, <clears throat> the Gemara says, uh, so Now we go to the new Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this, Rabbi Lazar bin Yaakov Amer, Moshchinet hamayim e'ilan le'ilan, Obavashlo yashke et kol asadeh. Um, it says you're allowed to draw water from tree to tree as long as you don't water the entire field. Zra'im And it says that plants that haven't drunk before the holiday, meaning that they didn't, you didn't feel the need to water them before the holiday, you're not allowed to then water them on the holiday. Presumably the answer is that if you felt strongly enough that they needed the water, you should have taken care of that beforehand. If the fact that you neglected it before the moed, so it's not really appropriate to then do it on the moed itself. The chachamim atrim The chachamim permit both of those things to be done. They don't mind if you water the whole field, and they also don't mind if you uh, uh, water the zraim that didn't have a cha- that you didn't water beforehand. Okay, so the Gemara says, Amar im haita sadet mitunenet mutar. Rabbi Yudah says if it's a it's a field that was like moist, then it's permissible. Okay, tanya nami ha. Um, once again. Yeah, Rashi says here, Amar Abida, Lhad Amar Abidazer, Abaloy Ashketa Sedekula, Ven Haita Sadeh, Mituneda, Tlechavi, Vishamutar Lashkota, Afagab, Davasdebetabal. Then you're allowed to, again, that's what he's saying, yeah, even though, even because Rebbe Lazar Malakav, you'd be allowed to water that field. Tanya Malachi, the Bright says a similar thing, Kisha Amru Asur Lashkotam, Moed, when he said you're not allowed to water on the Holomoid, Lo Amru Elam Bizraim, Shalo Shatu, Militneh Moed, that's only for plants that didn't drink before. Abazraim, Shatu, Litneh Moed, Mutar Lashkotam, Moed. Okay, so that's that's the second part of the Mishnah. But then here it says also, mutar. But if it was mutunet, it'd be allowed. Okay, so that's that. mashkin garid But you're not allowed to water a field that is garid. Rashi says yevesha meolam. It's always dry. Sha'in tarich Rashi says you don't need to water it. So watering something that doesn't really need it should not be allowed in Cholam Moed. At least that is uh, his opinion. The Chachamim. 
Um, one second. Matirim bazet ubazet, but Rachamim permit both that and that. So you see a really sort of a fundamental machloket here, right? That uh, at least Rabbi Lazar Yaakov's opinion is basically to be quite machmir about these things. We'd rather not do these things that don't really need it. And the Chachamim, Chachamim say, look, once we're going to allow it, like in some circumstances, you can allow it in different circumstances too. You don't really have such an issue with it. I guess it's not such a terrible, uh, you know, tircha. Uh, and uh, once it's a little bit allowed. So just a different position, it's a little more lenient. So Amar Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu says, Shema Amina, we can learn from here, Hay Tarbitza Shari, L'Tarbitza L'Cholo Domoada. Okay, so you're allowed to do a Tarbitza. What's Tarbitza? Tarbitza is like when you like sprinkle water all over the ground, kind of to make it wet. Okay, so you see from there, that you'd be allowed to do. So it's like not really a full-fledged watering, it's kind of like a, a light sprinkling. Sadeh Garid, my, one second. Sorry, I, I, read, I misread that. Sadegarid. So you can take a sadegarid and you can do a light sprinkling on the even this sadeh that doesn't get watered. You're allowed to do it. My timer. What's the reason? You're basically making like the late crops into like the early crops. Um, Rashi says here, Afla Lecharpa, Hachi Shari Marbitin. He says just like with the uh, with the uh, Late crops, so you're not, it's not much, so much of a loss, but you're allowed to water a little bit and to make it a little bit better. So, so too with this field, it's like a little bit benefit, but it's not like a full benefit here. So it's going to be allowed to. So again, you're seeing here sort of like this uh, like in between sense. Like you can do little things, but not to do big things, and you know, it's, like, it's okay. Okay. Tana Rabbanu, we learned in the Brayta Marbitin Sadel Lavan Bishvi'it of Alobamoi. You're allowed to do this harpatza, sprinkling the water over Sadel Lavan. Remember, Sadel Lavan is like a grain field during the Shemitah year, but not a Cholamoi. Says Tanya Marbitin Bein Bemoi Bein Bishvi'it. But we have a Brayta which says you're allowed to do that, whether it's on Cholamoi or Shvi'it. So why you make the distinction? Amar Avunu Lokasha Harabelazim and Yaakov Harabana. So that can be an easy distinction. Rabbelazim and Yaakov would be not so not so much in favor, right? And Rabbanu would say it's okay. You're allowed to do the harbatsa of the grain field on the year before the shvid. So the vegetables will grow on the seventh year. So it's okay to do work in the sixth year to allow things to grow on the seventh year. Not only that, you could even water it, or not water it, like sprinkle the water on it uh, in the seventh year so that it would grow vegetables in the eighth year. But the only thing that would be private, it would be watering something in this year that's going to have benefit, I mean, sorry, in the Shemitah year itself, that would have benefit in the Shemitah year itself as well. Okay, so again, so this is like a, this Mishnah Gemara, pretty quick, right, but it sort of like indicates like these in-between type of things that you're not doing so much benefit and it's not so much work. So it's a slight machloket about it, but there's a lot more room to be lenient. Yeah. In the Shemitah year, you're saying? Because I guess you'd say something like, in that, well, the, the way he explains it here is you're you're allowed to do things that will benefit the future year, not the current year, which I guess also, like again, but if it was like full-fledged, like, you know, uh, uh, like plowing and planting, you wouldn't be allowed to do those things, right? But here it's like, a, it's like probably like maintenance. I think we view it more as like maintenance of the field, like along the field to sort of like stay a little moist, you know, here and there, and that's allowed. Um I'll just make an example. Like when the Shemitah year comes around, so there's an issue like in your gardens on uh, on the Shemitah year. What are you supposed to do? Like if you, have a back, if you have a garden in the backyard, can you you know plant or you know uh, you know tend the garden? And the answer is you're not allowed to plant new things in the garden, but you're allowed to maintain the growth of the things that already are there. So this seems like a little bit more extreme, right? Because it sounds like you're allowing doing something active now that's going to help you in the future. 
I guess they said, because this act itself is not really considered to be such a serious act of malacha in the field, then it's permissible as long as they're gonna, not going to have benefit in their shmita year itself. Well, again, so that's so that's part of the machloka whether the melacha during Ancholomoid is the Rabbanan Doraita, right? So these comparisons to the Shemitah year, so first of all, we can always argue, you can go both ways. The Shemitah year be Doraita, and maybe Cholomoid also the Yisrael's Doraita, and then you do have the comparison. Or sometimes we did, we were saying that the Shemitah year itself could only be Doraita, right? Because the Zvanazet's Doraita. So it's not, the Gemara doesn't get to that here. It's not asking about that, but it might be something that in the back of our mind we might say, well, maybe that's only true because it's in the Doraita, but maybe the Doraita did not. Okay, good. New mission. The mission says, You're allowed to trap ishut, which are moles, and mice from a field of trees and from a grain field in a normal manner on Holomoid and on Shvi'it. Right? You're not working the land, but you're sort of helping the plants right? by getting rid of these, uh, what do you call them, like pests. If it's from a tree field, you can do it normally. If it's from a grain field, you have to do it in an unusual manner. You're allowed to, mikarin means like the word kira, like a wall. You can fix up a, like a wall uh, that got broken. Uh, you can build it in the normal, uh, in the normal manner. I guess the difference there would be that... Uh, on the Chol HaMoed, we have an issue of just doing any type of malacha. We don't like doing extra malacha, so building a wall l'chatfila wouldn't be allowed. In the Shemitah, so you can fix one, but you can't build one. In the Shemitah year, you don't care about building walls, it's about the field. So you can even build a regular wall. So Gemara says, my you shoot, what is this mole? So Amr Abida uh, Rabida says, it's a birya sha'in al-inayim, it's a creature that doesn't have eyes. This is a somewhat famous Gemara in terms of like, thinking about like Chazal and what they knew about the natural world and things like that. So they said a mole doesn't have eyes. That's not true, that mole doesn't have eyes. I do think the mole doesn't rely on its eyes for sight. I think that's correct. But uh, they say it doesn't have eyes. Amar Rav Barishmal v'itemar Rav Yemar Barishalmi Amai Krav Basta Pasuk. It says, Ko shavlul tamas yahalech nafal eshet bal chadoshemesh. It says, like a snail that sort of like melts as it goes. I guess like the, the snail kind of like slithers along. Then nafal eshet, the eshet, the... The uh, mole, Baal Chazoshemesh, that doesn't see the sun. So that's the puzzle that tells us about the mole. It doesn't really see the sun because it burrows in the ground, and that's why it's so damaging to the fields, right? Because it's just like, you know, digging the holes all the time. Tell the Rabbanan, it says, We learned in the bright that Tadinit Ha'ishut Vatachbarim, Misadeh Halabam, Misadeh Halanke Darko. So that's what we learned before also, but it says you can trap the moles and the mice in, uh, from a grain field and from a tree field in a normal way. And it also says you can destroy the holes of ants, or I guess we call them ant hills. So how do you destroy the hill? So this is actually very cute. You bring dirt from one hill and you put it into a different hill. Then they strangle each other. So the idea is, I guess, that the ants are like recognize the particular dirt that they're used to for their hill. And if you bring in foreign a hill, a foreign dirt, then they get all confused and it messes up with them and it messes them up and then they go crazy, whatever. I don't know exactly the chonkinze, I don't know exactly how. You know, do they really strangle each other or like they feel like maybe they die in the in the dirt? Not so clear. Anyhow, the Gemara then says, how you have to do this though? It says, Amar Yemar This only works when the two types of dirt are on two other sides of the river. And they have to sort of be like very far away, otherwise they'll recognize that they won't get confused. 
But who did like a gishra? And that's as long as there's no bridge between the two areas. But who did like a gamla? There also can't be a gamla. Gamla is like a board that could be used as a little bridge across the river. But who did like a mitzra? And they can't even be like a rope that goes across the bridge. Because again, the ants are very clever. So they would be, if they had all these things, they'd be crossing back and forth, I guess, between, over, over the river. And therefore, they would recognize the other dirt. So it's not going to be an effective method to destroy the ant hill. Okay? Ah, uh, the kama, how far away do you really have to be? Like, even if it's, uh, uh, even if there is a river between them, how far do you have to be before they don't recognize it? Ad parsa, a parsa, which is four mil. So it's a lot, it's a big distance. I don't know, it's funny, like, I don't know, like, why you can't just, like, destroy the ant hill. I'm not really sure why that's, like, whatever, but I guess this is the method that they thought. You bring this foreign dirt, bring it in here, and then that would confuse all the ants, and then they all die, and then you solve your ant problem. <laughs>